What's going on everyone? It is High Voltage with Double A. I am your host, Double A, and today we got an interesting one here. Uh, I, I was thinking about, you know, just giving giving you like reasons that uh, you should watch movies twice, but I, I remember this presentation I did a little bit ago and it's based on the philosophy of movies in which I tie that in with it. And considering, you know, I want to be around 30 minutes or so when it comes to bonus episodes, and I know I'm not, I mean, cut, cut me some slack. But I definitely want to give you a little bit about, like, you know, why do we love movies? Uh, you know, why do I think it's better than TV shows? You know, whatever. And because the concept's simple, you know, like, uh, and, and sure, I used to be a person, and, and I'm, I'm not sure how many times I'm going to admit that I'm wrong on this show to make myself more humble. But I definitely will say that uh, I used to I used to tell people all the time, quote, that it's stupid to watch movies more than once because when you can wa- uh, when you wa- when you're watching something for the second time you could be watching something different something new the first time and I couldn't be more or couldn't be more wrong um, and I'm going to tell you why it's important and how to go about watching movie twice but the fact that it's simple the fact that uh, it shouldn't take that long I also want to tie in with uh, some other stuff talk about movies in a philosophical light a little bit not so serious you know obviously. But uh, yeah, we should just just go right into it. Just get started. Uh, I don't want to just talk about you know like all introduction. Might as well just get right into it because I do love movies. I know you guys like uh, that and a little bit of philosophy. So combine both here. But yeah, let's let's just start start with something simple. Why do we love movies? The first thing and and Breakfast Club is a great example in terms of the characters. But we can relate to aspects of a movie. So when it comes to the characters, and you could say this too about Reservoir Dogs. Like you have six guys. Right in Breakfast Club, you have five people. You have um, in Reservoir Dogs, you have the mean one, the dumb one, uh, the violent one, um, uh, the, the clever one, the, the brilliant one, the risky one. You know, you just have characters that represent uh, different values, does different actions, and everyone can relate to that a little bit. And it doesn't even have to be an all male group like that, right? Uh, it could just be just e- interest. Their looks uh, could be uh, even something that they say, you know, just little things like that. And we say, wow, it's almost like as if I'm on screen, you know, and nothing could be more true than Breakfast Club where you got the jock, the nerd, uh, the pretty female, uh, or you could even just say flat out the cheerleader, which I don't think she was a cheerleader. But still, like usually you do have that, especially in TV shows, you have cheerleaders all the time. Uh, You also have uh, the bully. Uh, and also you have the one goth woman uh, wearing all black. And maybe she wasn't wearing all black, but she usually would. Uh, and that's why I think Breakfast Club is, is so popular, at least uh, at least a favorite. It's not a great movie. Like, it's it's the plot's simple. Um, but I think the reason why that people love it so much is because it's so relatable, you know. Um, and just it brings people back to high school. You know, like, oh, yeah, you know, you either fit into this category or that category or this or that. Um, and that's and that and we do like movies for that aspect that we can relate to it. And it's not even just characters; you can also do it with the setting, right? Once upon a time in Hollywood, those that have lived in uh, in Los Angeles, lived in Hollywood, uh, or even close to it, whether it's uh, you know up on the hills or maybe in another movie like No uh, No uh, Country for Old Men, you know it's rural. You can relate to that, and it feels like as if oh my town is being filmed in the movie, you know. Like, simple stuff like that, and it makes you feel good about, uh oh, wow, you know, like, it's almost as if uh, you have some role, some part in doing it. That, that makes us feel really good. Uh, even the plot, uh, the plot is uh, something that's relatable to us, right? Like, um, like um, Flight, you know, you're t- uh, talking about Denzel Washington's character, basically about uh, an, an alcoholic. People have gone through that journey, and, and God bless them because it, I, I, I'm not into drugs. I'm not into alcohol. I can't imagine how tough it is to really get into it, addicted, and then getting out of it, feeling that withdrawal uh, because it's psychology and, you know, a mental battle. But th- some people relate to that plot, you know, like like uh, like you feel like that uh, that you're doing a good job, you're getting sold, but then you have a relapse, right? And then you just got to do it all over again. And uh, and then you got to feel the re- repercussions for it. For Denzel's character, he goes to jail uh, and also, you know, he was made out to be this hero, which he was, 
but then at the same time, he had to tell people, yeah, I have a flaw, you know, and, and that's hard to admit for anyone, not just for someone going as high up as he was being an air pilot that saved a lot of lives. Um, so it, it, it's it, it's not just plot, it's not just saying, it could be a lot of things in the movie. It could definitely even be, man, I mean, those are the main three, but you could even say um, even just maybe the time period it was shot in, you know, when it comes to Star Wars, right, 1970. Uh, or even maybe even uh, the Godfather, you know, um, it, it's uh, like, and I think the Godfather was in the late late sixties, if I remember correctly. The second one was in early seventies. But but either you just have a movie possibly that says, oh yeah, that was a great movie during my time, you know, like it was a big time movie, right? Um, like the Dark Knight, uh, with uh, in two thousand eight, right? Like that was a big time movie when that came out in 2008 like people now i know i'm only um 22 years old so i I was like around like eight at the time like i was a little bit too young for me but those who were my age or uh possibly in high school they remember wow you know that was that was definitely a big time movie right there i i I remember those days now you know like that or maybe it was it just encapsulated the decade encapsulated that year or encapsulated just a good moment in your time that could even do the same thing Right, and it's also uh, just a little thing. So a lot of things, even whether it's in the movie, out of the movie, like uh, like almost like a legacy standpoint with what the uh, what year it was shot, it can do a lot, and uh, why uh, we love movies. Uh, and this is a big reason. So the second reason why I love movies, it makes us imagine, it makes us think more, it makes us more aware. So um, a, a great example. Of, of this is Interstellar, right? One of, by my favorite director, Christopher Nolan. It just made me think a lot more about time. Uh, and, and even though it didn't talk a lot about time travel, and if you want a good movie about time travel, then Back to the Future, I mean, obviously. Um, but it talked about time travel a little bit in the fact that you had two different universes with uh, Matthew Conaghy at the end of the movie touching the, butch, uh, the, the book shelf that, uh, that, uh, that impacted the bookshelf that was in the present day when before he left for the trip that he was that he was on right and it's weird to make up that sentence but but it's true he touches the bookshelf like before he goes out he he the bookshelf like a book comes out um and it goes out onto the floor and basically uh no one was telling us that it, it that it pushed off the bookshelf because of a trip that he was about to do and a trip that he's currently doing so it's just so weird like both of those sentences are, uh, it doesn't make sense but it's supposed to make sense um and even though again it's not necessary about time it's just just about time it just made me think wow you know like uh is it possible this is it possible that you know this this that can we really take the time for granted you know and and that's really what i think movies are supposed to do uh gets us to think and especially with, with murder cases or uh mysteries you know especially with a, a movie like prisoners uh, like, oh, wait, it's this guy. No, 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 no. You got you got Evans down for this suspect. You know, this, this, that. And it just likes to boggle with our minds. And I have to admit, I love I love that. I really I really do. And sometimes we just need a breather from reality, uh, which is actually my third reason. But, it, but So my third reason is that, yes, it, it makes us escape from reality. But the way it does that is that it makes us think more. So really the, the, the second and third reason kind of go together. Um like I mean, you can't just you can also just show something on screen and you just focus on that. You don't necessarily have to think of it, right? Like Charlie Chapman, for example, you just think about uh, all the stupid stuff he's doing. It's making us like, oh wow, like how, how dumb he was. He's trying to make us laugh. You know, you don't necessarily need to think in terms of movies. Uh, you can just focus on what's on screen and you can just escape it from uh, from your current reality because you're so focused on this one, the movies, uh, the movies world. Uh, but at the same time, for me, the way to do that is I think a lot. I think like, okay, what's going to happen here? Oh, is this foreshadowing? Uh, what Can I apply this in my own life? You know, whatever the case may be. Uh, I just love that it just makes us imagine, makes us think a little bit, and uh, I, and I and, and movies do a good job of doing that. And I think it's not uh, not uh, um, accidental, you know. Um, I, th- I or even it's just part of making a movie. Uh, it's just part of storytelling that you have that you have to make us think because it's just it's his perspective. Every movie, uh, every story you hear is someone's perspective of how they tell you, and the way that you take that in is your perspective. So the fact that it's almost like colliding, not necessarily conflicting with one another, but colliding, and maybe it combines to something new. I just love that. Um, 
and it's just it's just like well, just part of any movie maybe not every single movie uh of course everything depends on everything but i would definitely say uh you know it I definitely just love, uh, you know, and I just love thinking about more, opening up to new perspectives. Movies are a way to do that. Just awesome. Uh, and then already I just gave you my third reason, escapes in, in, from that reality. Basically, you're, if you're focused on something into someone else's world, someone else's perspective, you get locked in it. It's that simple and already a way to do that. It's the, uh, to make us imagine, especially with sci-fi. I didn't really get into that, but like Divergent or Christopher Nolan's uh, Tenant, you know, just sci-fi like, wow, I didn't think this was possible. Uh, could this really happen in our life? You know, like you just think about so much into a world like that that you don't think about the world you're living in. And there is a lot of bad in this world or a lot of bad going on in one's life that uh, you don't want to be thinking about. And movies are a great uh, escape from that. Uh, but also, and I guess this kind of goes back into uh, Breakfast Club a little bit, uh, which I already talked about in the first reason. But it kind of br- it brings people together, you know. Uh, maybe Breakfast Club is not the greatest example in terms of occults, like uh, like br- like like having groups and having events rally around. Like Star Wars is a great example. You have people with lightsabers uh, dressing up every Halloween as as uh, Princess Leia or Han Solo, Luke Skywalker, or Darth Vader. You know, like you have people like that. Every, every, you have people like that almost every month, actually. Uh, and Comic-Con is really what I was alluding to just a few seconds ago. But yeah, with with, uh, with Breakfast Club, you have people coming together. Like at the end, you know, like, oh, we should be accepted. It doesn't matter if we're different. You know, this, this, or that. And the, and people are watching in the theater. Because, yeah, we should be more accepting, you know. And then through that movie, uh, you come more accepting, more embracing of people. Which I wish happen, which I wish happens more in um, in society today. But that's a whole different discussion. But I definitely think uh, when it comes to movies, you just identify with a certain character. You identify with something in the movie or just the movie itself, and you it, it comes a almost like a cult almost you know uh, i know that's a, a strong negative connotation but for me it's almost like like just a powerful uh, group because the movie was just so uh, so uh, has a big legacy and like uh, it's very powerful um there's not that many movies that i can think of like star wars that just has just it's just taken off uh people just ra- they love it they rally behind it and you see many star wars groups today um or even just one big group around the world. The Avengers is another one, I would think. People identify for Iron Man, with Thor, with uh, Black Widow, uh, Hawkeye, the Hulk, you know, just, just, uh, um, and, I know, and I'm not great with superheroes, so I'm probably missing a lot. Um, uh, maybe even Black Panther, you know, I know I know he's not part of the Avengers group, but he's still like part of Marvel, I think. Uh, I might be wrong about that. I'm, not, I'm really not good with the superheroes, I don't care about superheroes but anyway yeah like people just uh, they just tie into into that and i and i have to admit it's i do love seeing that uh and it makes you like you know meet new people uh meet new friends um and and just you have people right like uh like you don't when you watch a movie you usually watch it by yourself maybe you're watching with friends which is even better but after the movie you go on facebook you go on any social media platform or even with school you know like uh like oh yeah you watched that movie too wow you know what what did you think and it and it like or brings us together um and it's so hard to explain at least for someone like me because um you know it's not it i usually like to keep my movies to to myself unless you know i I know i'm talking with someone very serious but i i know with uh with this one class uh, my producer was in it uh and i actually met my producer uh in in this class um and i I knew him from not actually excuse i met a friend because the producer knew him i i was teammates with him uh but because of pop culture you know, and now like I've started to become more and more a big movie guy. He's always been a big movie guy. I met uh, one of my friends, and he's gonna um, do, we're gonna do a, a show together. He's a big history guy. Um, wants uh, wants to become a history teacher. But I met him through pop culture. Like, and I know that's a class you could do that with any class. But our friendship grew, and I think e- even for a period of time we didn't like see each other for like maybe one or two years. It grew because I'm wait like he's big into movies, and ever since I've started getting big, our relationship just grew and grew, and it's because of movies. What do you think about this movie? You ever seen this movie? Should I watch this movie? You know, you could do that with a whole lot of people. Uh, and you and, and, and you could do it with a lot of family members, you know, like my dad's a big movie guy, 
right? Like, oh wait, did you ever? And he's more into older movies. Uh, I've seen you watch this. I've seen you watch Shawshank Redemption a few times. What did you think? He's like, ah, you know, it drags a little bit. You know, I'm like, oh yeah, I kind of actually think the same way. Like either way. Either either way, in in some capacity, it brings people together, and I just and I just love, and I'm not, and it's kind of like a byproduct, right? Like 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 I said, I'm not sure what the purpose is of a movie. Maybe it is to bring people together, or maybe it is make us think, make us escape reality, or maybe just relate to it. But either either way, I think that you're gonna get you're gonna get all these aspects one way or the other, and that's one reason, all all these reasons encapsulate why I love movies and why people. Uh, whether they realize it or not, should love movies, uh, and I know it's hard to quantify, but at the same at the same time, it's uh, it's just it just is, and it, there's no avoiding it, uh, and, and the impact the movies have, it's just awesome. Um, but and then okay, so the next thing um, to just keep moving along here, and I know we're going to get into why you should watch movies, friends, and hopefully um, the main point, is, like, uh, oh, actually, I'll I'll get into that. The, the, like I, again, the main point of this is to like okay why you why are you watching movies twice these are like basically just saying up like you shouldn't mind watching a, a movie twice even if you may not uh gain any additional knowledge uh but okay so just a little tidbit here not something i want to spend too much time on uh but is it better than tv shows now it really depends on your preference and i and i, and I say that in this presentation i did uh not too long ago but it depends on your taste, you know, it really does, uh, and don't get me wrong, I watch my TV shows, you know, like, I'm a big fan of, uh, How I Met Your Mother, I think that's one of the greatest shows of all time, uh, Seinfeld, uh, The Blacklist, um, uh, How to Get Away with Murder, Big Bang Theory is a, a good one, um, and, and I'm like, uh, The Resident, you know, like, that's just some of the shows, um, that, and I'm not sure you're willing to count, like, like, sports shows like sports center inside the nba i'm not sure that you really want to count this we're talking about shows that are on like like once a week you know and it's almost like it gets you into into suspense the next episode what's going to happen um but i definitely think that uh yeah so it depends it depends uh, on on your on your taste and how much time you will spend on it right and that and that second part is really important for me i'm not sure if um if like so just a little bit of background, a little bit of context. I love giving people context. It's always important. I started becoming really big into movies uh, just before 2020 uh, began. And that was like during my winter break of college, you know, this, this, and that. And I'm like, okay, you know, like maybe uh, I don't want to spend it at home in the winter. It's snowing. Uh, I don't want to be outside too much. Not that many people want to be outside anyway. What can I really do? And I started like watching. I think I started with the, the Dark Knight trilogy, and I just started getting big into movies. Uh, but also, it made me feel productive, right? If I if I watch a TV show, you got you got it's half an hour or an hour each episode. There's like 15 episodes, or maybe just 10 in one season, and then there's like seven or eight seasons. That's a lot. That's 70, 80 hours, and you don't feel like you're productive even when you watch two or three episodes one day because you still got so much to go, right? With a movie, if you if you get one or even two done, you feel great because you actually complete it in its entirety, 100%, because it's only one. It's only one. One episode is one seventieth or one eightieth of a show if I'm using my previous example that basically there's this a show that that's 70 or 80 episodes long and then you're done the show you don't feel completed until you reach that last episode with a movie you just gotta watch 120 minutes and you're done like that doesn't feel a lot um and that and, and it, so that's why i say it really does depend on how much time you're willing to spend on it. a lot of people are going to uh, disagree with me two shows about other movies but again it really depends on your taste like if you're um like if you're willing to spend the time on it uh, if you if you just found that you're just not a movie person, you know, like maybe 120 minutes is too long for you to 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 just uh, sit down entirely, like rather or maybe just rather uh, you rather spend um, 60 minutes, take a break, and then do another 160 minutes, maybe. Because with movies, for me, I've and I especially told my producers this a lot of times, like you should watch it from start to finish, right? If you want to take like a minute break, go to the bathroom. That's that's fine. Uh, but you really should watch it from beginning to end. And I know there's cases that you can't where, you know, uh, maybe it's a long movie. Like The Seventh Samurai, for example, takes like three hours and 30 minutes. Like it's like very long. It took me a few days to finish that because, uh, you know, work and whatever. But at the same time, you really the, – the main, the main point 
is that you you want to stop it you want to you want to watch a movie nonstop and that's tough to do for some people um and that, and that's totally fine so then you of course they would have the preference for TV shows and that's fine but really um it, it depends on your taste and for me it, it's movies like you like I feel great finishing it in its entirety and then when the day's over I'm like yeah I actually I, I at least I watch one movie which makes you feel like I watch a whole TV show that's really what I'm just saying to complain it and then moving on to something else uh okay so then not counting duologies and trilogies yeah just yeah um basically what I'm saying I, I elaborate pretty clearly movies are one and done rather than dealing with many episodes in each of many seasons uh, and also a great example of um, TV versus movies is Friday Night Lights. So this is actually a rare example um, that I that the TV show is better than the movie. But you you also don't see many movies becoming TV shows and a TV show becoming a movie. You don't usually see that happen. Um, but the fact that uh, so uh, yes, the TV show I, I haven't seen that much of the of um, of the TV show, and I know it's a great show, but again, that's just me not like being as invested as I am into movies. But I will definitely say that movies at least allow the franchise to explore more topics, do so more deeply, and learn more about the character, society, and setting. So that's what's good about TV shows, um, that it allows a person to do that. Right? Like, especially with Friday Night Lights, and I saw the movie with Billy Bob Thornton, I'm like they really try to rush a lot of stuff. Uh, you had the partying aspect, you had the drug aspect, you had the sex aspect. You had a, a lot of different assets just just basically just spat into our face. Like okay, take this all in, and I and I just felt and I felt like okay, so this is still not a terrible movie. Like it's like a six and a half, maybe a six for me. But yeah, I definitely understood why there was a TV show for it because it, it with with something that's. Um, like there's so many topics and you rush it and you don't spend that much time on it, you you then want to say you kind of feel um kind of feel like you're doing your audience a disservice, and I'll definitely think uh yeah a TV show is a way to make it up to them, uh or even not just make it up to them but even explore for yourselves you know where does the story go, uh and the fact that you're dealing with high school there's a lot of different avenues you could take, so yeah I definitely think when it comes to TV versus movies I think that's a great example. Uh, because like I said, you'll see many uh, TV shows go into movies or vice versa. And the fact that there was at least one example with that being Friday Night Lights, you could definitely see the good and bad uh, and the comparisons really well between the two if you watch every episode and also uh, the movie. So I would definitely say the TV show over the movie with this specific example, but I, but I can tell you right now, that's not always uh, always the case and depends on uh, depends on your taste. So then, yes, we finally get into it. Why should you watch movies twice? So again, like I said, the main reason why I wanted to get into the past two is uh, to basically just set up, okay, so maybe uh, you watch a movie twice, you're trying to get more information uh, from uh, like after watching the first one. Maybe you don't do that. Maybe you feel like it's a waste of time anyway. At least you're still watching a movie in general, right? You're watching because, you know, you love it. Uh, you're also watching because you probably like it better than TV shows. So even so, if there's a movie, and some movies are like this. Like I remember Uncut Gems. I watched that for the second time. I really didn't get that much out of it, other than just being really sad uh, for Howard, because I know how I knew how it ended for him, uh, and I knew what was going to happen. But I really didn't get much else from the movie, plot-wise or metaphorical-wise, or you know, whatever the case may be. So I'm like, okay, maybe I did waste a little bit of time, but at least it's still a movie, and at least it's still a good movie. Uh, so I, that's really my whole point, prefacing the first two with uh, what I'm going to tell you and how to go about watching the movie twice. So yes, so the first thing, and you want to make sure of this: watch a movie twice as long as it's been at least six months. Since you since you watched the movie the first time, so yeah, I'm not sure how your memory works. I my memory is definitely not great, uh, but you want to give yourself a good amount of time before rewatching a movie, right? Like um like for me, it's kind of almost like a, it's almost like a, a, a you have a few stages. You watch a movie, you feel really good about the movie, or you feel really bad about the movie, right? You have some strong emotions there. Then you tell some friends about it, you know, and then you start watching other stuff. You start forgetting about it. 
there's a point in time where you completely just like, oh, wow, I haven't really thought about that movie. You know, I, I, I almost to the point where you forget about it. That's when you should really like uh, rewatch it again. Uh, you don't want any strong emotions. You don't want to think about a, a lot from uh, from the time that you you saw it. Like you really want to watch it as if it's your first time watching it, but you know what happens, right? And that also means doing doing some uh, not a lot, but doing some research. Go back on Wikipedia, uh, see how some people interpret it, uh, see what some of the actors and actresses said about it, the director said about it, and then go into the movie um, uh, knowing all this. Right, you really just the main point is that you want to see it in a different way, and and by seeing it in a different way, you're going to gain an extra perspective, and that's going to help you um, gain knowledge about a movie in which you had no knowledge before. And even if you thought you knew everything, you probably didn't know a whole lot, uh, because movies do love. It's almost like a puzzle. I, like a, a lot of movies are like a puzzle. I know with Nolan, he loves his puzzles. But with with most movies, it's it's a puzzle because they know what's gonna happen. They have a script, uh, and, and everybody knows except for um, the audience. So you really uh, by you're basically helping yourself by watching the first time and then preparing for the second time. In in, in like again, you want you want the strong emotions aside, but you still want to say like yes, okay, I do know what's gonna happen. I I I have all the information I need based on what uh, these people said. Now let me watch it again, and I'm going to think about that as this movie's going along. Um, and also, just when you watch a movie, uh, any uh, and you know what happens anyway, you pay attention to everything else, right? Like the little things, like whether it's signs, uh, items, the weather, people in the background. You know, we usually pay attention to the dialogue and uh, the chemistry and the ten- and the tension of the characters. That the camera is focused on, and and that can't be more. That can't it cannot be uh a, like a coincidence. Uh, and it, it and and what I just said cannot be more true. Like like unfortunately, that's just the way that our brains are wired. So I'm just uh, so I'm just like okay, watching it a second time. Uh, okay, I already know what they're talking about. I already know what the situation is between these two. Um, between these two characters. What else can I be looking for? All right, it's basically like let me pay attention to something that I don't already know, and I really think that's beneficial. Like you pay attention to the back, the background. Uh, you pay attention to you know your your, your, your something on the wall, um, something that's hanging. Uh, maybe you pay attention to uh, something in the doorway, or uh, you know just just the little things that we. Oh yeah, we don't we don't we don't care about that. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's just, you're so focused. It's time to be, okay. It's time to be focused on something else. And I really do think, um, by doing that, it, 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 it enhances, uh, our ability to, uh, uh, to, to not only watch the movie, but also to get, to absorb other information that we, that we missed. Uh, and again, um, I'm probably going to say this at the end anyway. Only watch it twice. You don't have to watch it three or four times. I mean, unless it's of comfort. Uh, and, of course, you could do whatever you want. But it, I really feel like this could be accomplished twice. Like, I don't know what else there is to pay attention to after watching a movie twice. Uh, like, that would... Maybe there, maybe there is. Like, maybe you watch a movie once. Okay, you pay attention to what the camera's focused on. Um, and then the second time, you pay attention to the background things. Maybe there might be something else that, even, because there's just so much, maybe there's something beyond the background. But I'll definitely think, uh, I'll definitely think that really you have something that's focused on, you have the background, and that's that's really it. Again, I might be wrong about that. It depends on the movie and depends how complex the movie is. And I know for Tenet, for example, you had to watch, uh, and even some movies, you had to watch the movies twice to only understand it once. I know that that uh, that happens with some movies, uh, but I'll, de- I'll definitely say just mainly just just watch it twice. Uh, or okay, so another another reason why uh, watching movies twice, uh, things can start to click after seeing big things again. So already I talked about the little things uh, in like the background, and now and now I'm talking about you know the the, the big things um, and and connecting the dots, seeing things like oh right yeah that, I didn't I didn't put those two things together those kind of things. Um, be- okay, so uh, yeah, let me restart the sentence. So if things can start to click after seeing the big things again, because it makes it because it makes sense knowing everything at a point in the movie that we were ignorant the first time about. So again, merely just like 
and really everything I'm saying just uh, just goes well together. I would definitely think that uh, you know something that uh, you know like that you that you knew like a big thing, and then you have a big thing, and then maybe you have a small thing towards the end. But somehow, some way, they all seem to connect. But the fact that watching the movie the first time, we don't know what happens next. Uh, and then we start to focus that one thing, and then we focus on what happens uh, next, and then we don't focus on what uh, we, what we just watched. Like it basically, we watch movie chronologically, and basically, what I'm just saying here uh, is that okay, know everything um, from start to finish, and ha- and apply that at every moment in the movie. Um, and that goes into my ending theory, but I'm going to get into that in a moment. Just just basically know that. Uh, that things start to make sense. The fact that you that the fact that you know everything because it's your second time watching the movie, um, and and of course when we're ignorant we don't we don't put it together because um, whether it's just shell shocked you know by the ending or um, we don't come around full circle ourselves. The movie may come around full circle, but maybe we don't understand it. But either way, I really do think uh, it's our, it's our job to uh, make. Um, make those make those connections uh after after realizing um oh yeah it's because yeah this uh, like uh and mostly i guess seven pounds was a big movie for me that just made sense like uh you know i didn't i didn't okay spoilers i mean i guess i should say that after uh or not after before every time i started uh talking about movie, but yeah so he 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 uh kills himself at, at the end and i'm and i'm like uh and it's a very sad movie but I, basically as he was going around to everybody you know like oh yeah so his motivation of going to this person that person because he just wants to help everyone in his goal of like and sure that's not that's not that complex to realize even after watching the first movie but uh but it was the fact that it was premeditated uh and i and i didn't also un- i didn't understand like why he had to uh, until like until he gave away the whole accident thing but i re- i knew all that in the beginning so i was like just basically just watching uh does he give it away a little bit it kind of did in the beginning but not like before it, it, it basically just like the beginning sees like the accident before it happened so like in, in during the movie i'm like okay dude, i'm, I'm going to put that in the back of my mind a little bit but i'm going to focus on what happens right now we just focus on so much what the what the camera is giving us that we don't think about that much else uh, and that's where you know again it helps to uh, to put everything on the table and then connect the dots, put it as a puzzle as the movie goes along. Um, yeah, so the way that you do that is the ending theory. Um, so as I already said, yes. The, the, so you, there's probably many different ways to watch a movie. The main point about watching a movie twice is just to do it in a different way than the first time, which is the original. Just watch it from start to finish, however the way the uh, the movie is given to you. You know. But the way that I like to do it is you watch the ending, uh, like the last 15, 20 minutes of the movie before you watch the entire movie, right? And the reason why I do that is because in an analytical way, throughout the movie, it, it the I kind of look for how the plot builds up or sets up the ending, right? Like every story has an ending. Right, just uh, now. I guess you can tell me in the same breath every every movie has a beginning, even though it doesn't have to start at the beginning. Not necessarily. I mean, Pulp Fiction. Uh, maybe I'm wrong about that. Maybe it does start in the beginning. But if I remember, it was like I don't know. It was like it was like uh, starting in the middle, then the beginning, and then the end, or maybe the end and then the beginning. I don't know. But I don't think it started in the be- like. Um, you can have a movie start. Technically, you can have a movie start at any given point. Like um, uh, Sunset Boulevard, it starts at the end with uh, with the depth in the swimming pool. Uh, like that's obviously not the beginning, and then it takes you to the beginning of the movie. Uh, but you, technically, a movie has a beginning in the fact that it, it, you have to start from zero zero. You just you just have to. Uh, otherwise, the movie's never going to be told. The story's never going to be told. You know, so that's why the same thing. Uh, if a movie if, if a movie has a beginning, it must have an end. Um, and, I, and, and why skip the middle? Sure, yes, it, it also has the middle, of course. Um, so the way in which I'm basically just saying with the ending theory is that how is the plot, how is this part of the movie, what am I seeing right now, how does that help or how does that impact or what does that have to do with the ending? Because most of the time, a great ending is dramatic and unexpected. Um uh, and or, or even if it's not, 
it's only natural for the director to give clues the fact that he already knows the ending anyway so i'm just like looking for little things uh that might enhance just oh wow you know might understand a character more uh it might understand um the plot more or what this meant what that meant it might do that but really it's just um a way to say okay that's how I that, that I understand this movie more because of this or that, and usually it's the ending. Like they, the fact that they like movies love to confuse us. Usually they're like, uh, like especially with Space Odyssey, uh, two thousand one, Space Odyssey, like that ending with the baby out and like out of space. You know, that's that was confusing to me, uh, and I haven't rewatched that movie, so I definitely try to like apply that throughout the movie. Um, or even you can even say Die Darker. You know, you have this alternative universe. Uh, and you're like, okay, what really happened? At first, I'm like, okay, so should I just throw away what I just saw for the first 90 minutes? The fact that now he actually does die. Uh, you know, like, it, 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 the, fa- the fact of the matter is that it just really makes you think again. Uh, it kind of, And I really think it gives you more clarity. The fact that, okay, so I know that, uh, okay, Donnie dies at the end. But what I'm seeing right now, he's still alive. And you're just basically telling me. That uh, in a, in in another universe he act, uh, this doesn't happen. Like there's just many different there's many different universes that many different things happen, and anything's possible. Like you, I just had to put that in the back of my mind because I, I it was a little bit confusing Donnie Darko, uh, when I fir- first saw it, and then when I saw it again, uh, with the watching the ending films, I'm like okay, and I, and I just had that in the back of my mind. Uh, and plus, you can even just say, just put simply, that the ending is arguably the most most important uh than, than the, it's more important than the beginning or the middle therefore it's the most important aspect of, of uh, the movie of those three mostly because uh, it comes either full circle it blows us away or if it's not good it leaves a stale taste in our mouth um like you could say the little things with uh denzel um washington uh I don't, and of course a memory tends to um uh, to, to start uh, mem- uh it starts uh, we remember the most start to uh, start and end but of course recent bias takes place but uh, but again the ending is the most important of the three so which then i carry more weight with that and therefore i i, I think uh the ending theory uh kind of says that you know the, the, there's no beginning theory there's no middle theory it's that i watched the ending first right like that's got it's got to have some significance of its own right like uh like how's the movie hold, hold up in the last 20 minutes or so because that's really what the audience is going to think about when they go home in their cars right that's going to be what they're thinking when they're talking to their friends you know most of them probably not going to remember the beginning because all you remember is the end so i so I, when i watch the end i'm like okay i understand that this 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 happened i watched the beginning okay just keep this in your mind like how, how like and, th- and this actually is a great example and it was small very small but i guarantee you it, 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 very clever uh and the fact that they knew the ending they could they could change the script at any time um but watching american history x with edward norton when the principal was talking to uh his younger brother um edward norton's younger brother um i forget it was maybe dave his name uh i, I either way you're talking to uh, i forget the names it's been a while since i rewatched that one but you you have the younger brother talking to the principal the principal assigns him the the history paper the essay to write he's like ah oh, you know this this or that he's like uh and it, even the small thing even the small thing and yet it was foreshadowing because it actually did happen uh he said that paper is due tomorrow and if that is not uh, not on my desk by 8 a.m., you will become a ghost in this high school. And so at the end, because I watched the end first, and, and and then when I had that in mind, I heard that sentence. When he got shot and, and killed in the bathroom, he had the paper in his hand. And it just flung up into the air, drops on the ground. He's all, he's all bloody and dead. That paper was not on his desk by 8 a.m. And as a result... Unfortunately, he was in fact a ghost at the high school. So I want to say that's a little bit of foreshadowing. I mean, that just oh, I'm like oh my god, that blows my mind even right now. Like even a line that was not meant 
for anyone to die. Like, and I know, and I know, and I know the principal was not aiming for him to die. He had nothing to do with it. Um, and I, and even and if everything went smooth, that paper would have been there very early um, because he was like the, the little. The the, the the younger brother was there on time you know he was gonna that was the first thing he was gonna do he just had to go to the bathroom first um but the fact of the matter was was that yeah he actually did die he actually he did become a ghost so it it was it's it, it was just so unfathomable unbelievable but had it had it just had to have some meaning and that's really what i'm just trying to hammer home here at the point there is meaning to every ending and and when you apply that to the uh, to the middle to the beginning to every scene there is meaning to it that helps that benefits our understanding of the ending and more and most likely it, that only happens when we know the ending and of course the only way we know that is if we already watched the movie um and i definitely suggest don't the first time just watch it originally okay don't do this the first technically you can that's what i'm saying watch the full movie take some time off watch it again using this theory the first time should always be normal i mean just just has to be it, it like and again you're doing this in an analytical way you want to watch a movie normally uh, you don't want to uh, uh, hurt your brain too much. Watch it normally, and then, um, then you know, go out, go bananas, and uh, and, and and go about your analysis. Just how I'm, um, how about uh, the way that I'm going about it, or the way that you want to go about it. Again, you don't, you can watch the middle, and then and then the beginning, and then the end. You could go about. There's many different ways to do one thing, but the way analytically, based on what I'm telling you. Is that the plot builds builds up, and technically, it, it like think about it as a hill. Um, think about it as a hill. You have the beginning at the lower part. You have the middle at the at the, uh, the the middle of the hill, and then the ends at the top of the hill. Right? You have to climb your way. You have steps, but either way, the conclusion is still gonna is still gonna end at the top, right? So basically, every scene is a step. And you're getting closer and closer to the ending, which also metaphorically means you're getting closer and closer to fully understanding this story the way that you're supposed to. So I really think that the plot and and, and just all, all the the scenes set up the ending somehow. And sure, you don't have every movie that complies with this. Like again, I'll cut gems. Really, it didn't help me a whole lot. Like because like I, I the it wasn't that complex of a movie to understand. But when you're talking about Mulholland Drive, or maybe even a mystery like Prisoners, or even something like Interstellar, um, or American History X, like I like I just said, when you watch the end, it, more, more often than not, it, unfortunately, it has to happen when someone dies, when something confusing happens, like Donnie Darker, for example, um, or or maybe it's even um, something like Leon uh, the uh, the professional. Where, uh, it, or even, um, I was actually, um, the, I saw, I, I actually rewatched that yesterday. Not a lot to take from it, but still, you could definitely say a lot about the relationship between Natalie Portman and Leon, um, and however, which way you want to interpret that. But really, it's Gran Torino, where he was kind of preparing to die a little bit. Like, he had this plan in mind, you know, he's like, the only way to get rid of this, uh, this gang, uh, is, uh, for them to kill me. To which then all of them get charged and thrown into prison. He kind, of, I, I kind of saw the clues that like, okay, like the, he, he's telling, he's telling me that he doesn't mind um, uh, dying because uh, he felt like he's done good with, uh, with, with his neighbors. Um, that he, that he doesn't, uh, that he's seen a whole lot in the world. Uh, he doesn't have much else to live for. He's lived a good life. Uh, he wants to help out these kids, and he feels like this is the best way possible. Like those clues were hinted at, and knowing the ending, that's the only way I I knew of the clues. Because when I watched it the first time, I, it just completely just went over my head. So again, when you have the ending in mind, especially when it's mostly when it's uh, dramatic and unexpected, like when you have. Um, a movie that you know like was kind of predictable which then i question was it even a good movie but regardless when you have a movie that's not that complicated it might seem a little uh stale a little you know like you don't really need to watch it twice but i really do think in some way i would i would definitely think that uh you know there is a reason to watch a movie twice and again you're just you're watching a movie right it's still good to, to watch a movie 
Uh, and it could be, you know, like you enhance your understanding of the plot, or uh, which is actually what I've been talking about. Um, so I, I meant to uh, say, like, uh, understand the characters better, understand relationships better, the setting better, uh, or maybe understand um, the time, the time period. You know, like some some movies say a lot about the time, like um, like uh, Doctor Strange Love. You know, like the irony and like mocking. Uh, I think w- what it was, the Vietnam War that was going on, you know, like, if you watch a movie again, you could definitely tell yourself, oh, wow, you know, like, uh, that's that might have been a really bad time period to uh, to live with all the, the protests, all the, the, the anti-war, uh, dealing with the war, hearing that every day, and, you know, like, this, this, or that. Uh, it doesn't have to necessarily be for a movie aspect, but it also could be for a culture aspect because you're, because movies are beyond just itself, right? You're dealing with uh, the time period as well, um, as uh, like uh, among other things. So uh, so uh, yeah, and I would definitely say um, looking back at this presentation here, there's one thing uh, I forgot I forgot to say, uh, and it's, it, there's an exception, you know. Uh, so when you watch a movie. Uh, the with the ending theory, you you typically watch it at the end, right? Uh, like I mean, like let's say a two uh, a tw- uh, an hour, uh, forty five minute movie, you start watching from like an hour thirty all the way to uh, up into the credits. But Memento, you're gonna have to do this a little bit differently. Uh, the ending of the movie is the beginning of the story, so you have to watch this from end to uh to 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 start. Um. So, actually, the funny part is, is um, <laughs> um, it it's it's it, it's it's very weird. Uh, the end of um, the the end of the movie is the beginning of uh, the story. So, uh, though actually the okay, so it's just so I actually didn't watch this like I didn't watch the end and then watch it again. No, the way I did was that I literally went to the end and then I I went all the way to the beginning. Uh, because the end is the beginning of the story, um, and the and the beginning is the end. So I actually had to watch it from doing all those scenes. You know, okay, this is the end. The one scene. Let me get. Let me continue the story. You know, this, this, that. It was very complicated. Um, so the different way to watch. So it, the main. So the exception of basically, what I'm just saying. Let me. Just, I'm basically rambling. I love Memento so much, and I love this theory. And it's my theory, so yeah, of course, I guess you could say I love it. But the main point is that you just need to. The, the ending theory is a great way, and and more, and the fact that movies are usually normal. Thank you, Christopher Nolan, for not being normal. I guess, but it, it, so when you have a movie that's normal, you typically, you know, chronological. You know, there's no scenes, there's no puzzles, not going backwards. You know, you just watch it. Okay, you take a break, and then you watch the ending, and then you just watch the movie again. With 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 Memento, I couldn't do that. Uh, because it's just so complicated. Um, the different way to watch a memento. So again, you so you watch the movie normally from zero to zero to an hour fifty five. Um, the problem is, is that's from beginning. Uh, no, no, it's end to the beginning. So again, I had to watch from an hour fifty five down to zero. That's the different way I watched the movie. It wasn't my ending theory. It's that I just so I I just I just flip flopped it. I literally said, no, I am going to start at the end, which is the beginning of the story, and I'm going to go all my way down, continuing the story, not going backwards, because when you continue, ten, I mean, technically, you can continue backwards, but when I mean continue, it's actually going forward with it, not backwards, and I had to go all the way to the beginning of the movie, zero, zero, and and I actually said, okay, that's actually the ending of the movie, not the beginning. And that was my different way of watching a movie, which is the whole main concept of having this ending theory that's just uh, a, 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 a different perspective, a different a, a, a different way of going about watching a movie. And, and and maybe you find your own way. You know, it doesn't have to be... Uh, and again, momentum is the exception, all right? It's a puzzle. So please, like, when you're considering having your own theories, please take that into account. It's not your typical movie. And please watch Momentum if you haven't. Um, one of the greatest movies of all time. Um, but I'll definitely say, just have your own, if you, if you don't like my way, have your own way, you know? Uh, there's many different ways to go about the same thing. I've said that already. But yeah, when it comes to the ending theory, it's simple, it's easy. Uh, the cons- the logic, the concepts there. Um, but yeah, you, just the main point of this, of this podcast is just to get you to think a little bit. Obviously, uh, I've always done a lot of the thinking. That's why I'm sharing you my thoughts. 
Uh, and hopefully you just understand what I'm just basically telling you uh, and come up with your own opinions of like, oh, wow, yeah, okay, you know what, maybe uh, maybe I won't watch uh, a movie a second time. Maybe I'll do that with a TV show. You know, it doesn't have to take it your own way. Uh, I'm, to- I'm totally cool with that. Um, but yeah, you guys know what I'm talking about. I got my main point across. Hopefully everyone has a great day and uh, I really do hope that when you do wa- if you do follow my advice and uh, uh, you, and you go about this, that you understand what I'm talking about, or maybe you know if I'm just I'm just totally wrong, you let me know that too. Because when it comes to movies, that's the biggest thing I love about movies. That it's a way to tell a story, and uh, there's <laughs> we could be right about the same thing, even though we have different opinions. We could totally be one could be totally wrong, one could be totally right. You know, you got all these opinions flowing now. Uh, or maybe you realize, hey, I, I have my own theory, you know, like, check this out and, and see what you think. I'll love to do that, too. Uh, it's almost like we have our own little experimentation. And that's the great thing about movies. You could take it in many different directions with with uh, with the prestige because, you know, my friends uh, didn't watch it. I've seen it already. I'm like, you know what? I'll watch it again. Knowing the uh, knowing the end, I'm like, oh, wow, you know, like, okay, okay. The, I, I, it, it totally blew me away. Like uh, it's almost as if you're watching a different movie because you because you didn't watch it the way that you did the first time, so and it, and it's just like okay that's my theory right um hopefully that's the main point of this podcast just hopefully it just opens your eyes to uh to doing different things or um being open to thinking about uh, just just different I just love different I, I'm saying that word a lot different 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 you know um and I'm not even trying to be funny by doing that but anyway again hopefully you guys enjoy this one hopefully it gets you just uh hopefully f- like following in terms of uh the whole p- concept the main point doing uh watching a movie in a different way or even just enjoying a movie you know remember in the beginning I said we love movies right for x y and z uh and maybe even a there's four reasons not three uh and then also um man what was even the second that I talked about uh oh yeah why they're uh different than uh, why they're better than TV shows? Yeah, that, you could definitely have that discussion too. Uh, you can even say, is it better than uh, maybe even music videos, you know, or uh, a mini series, you know, or uh, or podcasts, you know, like they're all different mediums, right? Uh, and we all have uh, you know seasons or whatever. So yeah, definitely. I uh, hope you hopefully you enjoy this episode. Hopefully you have a great day, and definitely stay tuned for uh, more episodes like this one because there's a lot of great ones out there. And I have to admit, I'm not sure if most of them's going to be movies, but a lot of them are going to be. And I know uh, people love their movies, and I love talking about them. So definitely stay tuned for those. And again, watch out for those as uh, I'm out. Peace. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at High Voltage with Double A.